Buenos dias from Big Tree. This is a Rocha Venezuela update from the 21st of April, 2022. A quick summary of what's going down in Venezuela. Every Easter Sunday in Venezuela, the burning of Judas takes place. Every year, people make puppets, which represent traitors, and burn them. This year, in the streets of Caracas, the puppets were given the faces of Nicolas Maduro and Vladimir Putin. Citizens said that these two men were symbols of war, hunger, and misery. Tuesday the 19th, Venezuela's independence from Spain was commemorated since on the 19th of April of 1810, the Act of Independence was signed. Speaking of celebrating the decolonization, the Socialist Party changed Caracas's anthem, coat of arms, and flag in order to get rid of the symbols that they had connection with Spain. On Wednesday the 13th, the councilwoman of the Libertador Municipality of Caracas, Marilyn Oquino, said that these changes were unconstitutional and that the Socialist Party made them without consultation. According to Oquino, the party got rid of the lion that was in the coat of arms, even though the city has the word lion in its name, Santiago de León, which translates into lion in Spanish, de Caracas. They changed the colors of this flag and the lyrics of the anthem, undermining the identity of the region. Also on Tuesday the 19th, the fifth anniversary of one of the strongest protests against Maduro's government for violating the constitution was commemorated. On the 19th of April 2017, many citizens and the military clashed violently. The military and colectivos, the civilian socialist gangs, fired shots that killed Carlos Moreno and Paola Ramirez. On Friday the 15th, a letter sent to Joe Biden signed by 25 Venezuelans, caused a stir on social media. In the circular, they asked Biden's government to lift sanctions against Venezuela. The people who signed are members of the opposition and human rights activists, such as Feliciano Reina, the director of the NGO Acción Solidaria. Although many analysts, economists, and journalists have publicly criticized the letter, since the Venezuelan crisis date backs to long before the sanctions, the signatories claim that the sanctions only exacerbated the pre-existing crisis in Venezuela. On Saturday the 16th, the deadline granted by the International Criminal Court, or the ICC, for the Maduro government to deliver its report, Ricks, recalled that Prosecutor Karim Khan had granted the government a three-month extension as a part of the Memorandum of Understanding signed between the ICC and the Maduro administration. On that note about the Maduro administration, on Monday the 18th of April, the Maduro government imprisoned a 72-year-old Olga Mata de Gil for a TikTok video. In the video, Mata de Gil pretended to sell arepas and name them after Venezuelan politicians such as Tarek William Saab, Diosdado Cabello, and Celia Flores to make fun of the public figures, the public prosecutor's office charged her with hate crime. Subsequently, the court granted a precautionary measure, and Olga Mata de Quil posted a video on social media apologizing for making fun of the members of the Maduro regime. Speaking of social media, there was a post on Facebook Marketplace that caused a stir among Venezuelans. Someone put up a sale for a kidney of a 15-year-old girl. Since the post was made on Facebook Marketplace, the police could track the location of the post's author. Marielis del Carmen Yedir was arrested for the crime of donation for profit, although so far it has not been determined whether she was actually trying to sell a kidney. 
or if she belonged to a gang of scammers or kidnappers. In spite of the streak of concerts with national and international artists, not everyone wants to go to Venezuela. Singer Arcángel posted a video on social media where he asked promoters to stop asking him to play in Venezuela. Arcángel assured that he will give his first concert in Venezuela when Maduro is out of the government and that it will be free. In the state of Carabobo, during Holy Week, the Dracifest, the Governor Lacava's music festival, was held. On social media, many Carabobo residents complained that the festival used up all state services. A few meters away from the festival, entire population remained without electricity and water during Easter week. On that note about power outages, in Cuba, blackouts have been increased as a result of the breakdown of the country's largest thermoelectric plant. Even though the government is well aware of Venezuela having similar issues, the current administration is preparing to send a ship loaded with fuel oil and diesel to Cuba to solve the island's electricity problems. It looks like the country that the Maduro government is supposed to take care of will have to wait a bit for a solution. On Monday the 18th, the community of Latin American and Caribbean states, Argentine President Alberto Fernandez called on the countries of the region to review their relations with Venezuela. Fernandez assured that Argentina will recover its full diplomatic link with Venezuela, while Ecuador said that it is not yet ready to take that step. Also on Monday the 18th, Maduro's government announced that vandals had set fire in its consular headquarters in Bogotá. Maduro urged Colombian President Ivan Duque to protect and safeguard his diplomatic bases, despite the fact that their diplomatic relations are already broken. Some news on education. Delegates from the Ministries of Higher Education of Venezuela and Guinea-Bissau met to establish new agreements between the two countries. Their agreements date back to 2015, and on this occasion, Guinea-Bissau representatives wanted their citizens to have a possibility to study in Venezuelan universities. And in economic matters, Delcy Rodriguez, vice president of Venezuela, announced on Monday the 18th that the country's exports increased by almost 200% in the first three months of 2022. Also, imports grew almost 100% compared to the first quarter of 2021. Within the country, hotel occupancy during Easter week increased by 50% since 2019. In Caribbean regions, such as Los Roques and Margarita, hotels were almost full. The majority of tourists came from other parts of the country. Now, some updates on the COVID-19 pandemic. In the latest report, the Minister of Communication, Freddy Nanez, announced that only seven COVID infections and one death have been registered in the past few weeks. On Friday the 15th, Venezuela received a shipment of more than 2 million vaccines from Russia. Although the government did not specify the brands or the components of the vaccines that were received, they assured that they will be used to prevent yellow fever, measles, and hepatitis. Moving on to some environmental news. On Monday the 18th, the NGO Provita announced that a camera trap system was installed on the Macanao Peninsula on Margarita Island. These cameras will monitor the species that coexist with the yellow parrot. The aim is to create strategies to reduce human impact on the local fauna. And to close this edition, we have some sweet news. A group of people in Venezuela 
broke the Guinness World Record for the largest chocolate bar. The bar was created in Caripito, a town in northeastern Venezuela. 600 people participated in this creation of almost 900 meters long bar made with cocoa from the area. That's it for this week. Thanks for joining us. Want to help us out? Subscribe to our show. Let us know your thoughts and ideas by emailing us at venezuela at rorschach.com or follow us on Instagram at rorschachvenezuela and Twitter at rorschachv. Hasta la próxima.